So, hello and welcome to the next episode of the Self Development with Tactics podcast. And today, as you can see, it's a little bit of a different view. Yeah, because actually there was some light um, coming from the window. And so I decided like, you know, actually today is a day where I can record when it's not at night and not dark outside. And so I just wanted to, you know, use this advantage over the rest of the days. But um, it didn't work out as I really wanted it because now it is just so fucking cloudy that you can't see anything. Literally anything. Have to see if the audio is fine like this. Maybe a little bit too much. Yeah, this should be fine. Yeah, this is fine. And as you can see, the audio is right there today. And I think it's just so great that you can't really see it through the video. And, but, it, but I really hope that the audio is quite well today. And I'm just seeing that the, the focus of the camera, you know, it's just, you can see, it looks great, you know, from there, but if it's focusing all the time, um, this is not like the best view. But maybe do it like this. Then I'm, no, I'm not actually more in the center, but now I'm in the center. But we are, as you can see in the background, or are, or when you are on the actual podcast, um, we are going to discuss again the success principles by Jack Carnfield. And I haven't looked up it yet if he is really the moderator or just you know the speaker from TV. I always meant, but um, you know it's. It's okay. Is it better like this? Uh, no. Um, sorry. You know, there you can really see that if something is working, you shouldn't be trying around to make it even better because most of the time it won't actually be working. Now it is working. Like I want it to work. Or is it? Yeah, it is. This is fine now. I'm sorry if that took a little bit uh, longer time now. Just have to see that the microphone is well as well. Just do it a little bit like this. But yeah, we are going to discuss the success principles by Jack Canfield or Canfield or whatever he's called. And we stopped at the very, very bottom. So it will only take us around three to five minutes, I guess. And I hope because I really, you know, want to complete this summary, complete talking about the summary and start to talk about something else. Because, you know, this just doing all the same things over and over again is... It's not really what I like to do. Not in terms of, um, you know, talking about stuff. But let's see. Let's see where stuff. So this is the end. And so this long thing I haven't talked about. Successful people speak words. Um, yeah, ask yourself what is I doing. Yeah, I've actually... 
um, stopped yesterday at when you do something you love with passion and perseverance, you are already successful. And this is just what I am quite talking about all the time. Because at my point of view, you should really be doing something that you love and that you like and that you're passionate about. Because if you're not doing it, then then you're just wasting a lot of time in your life and you just you know give up a lot of time in your life that you could actually be using for such um, you know greater things actually for some greater things in your life and you know um, this is why I would say that you should always be doing some things that um, you actually like and I have to just you know it's it's pretty different that the microphone is on my body right now and um, that I'm not really able to move or I'm a little bit feared to move because I don't really want it to maybe sound a little bit, you know, some, some noises in the background. I don't want that. The most successful people I've met love what they do so much that they would actually do it for free. And if you are, you know, like this person um, is actually crazy because if you really like it so much that you would do it for free, then you really know that this is the something you, you should be doing your whole life long. And, but yeah, ask yourself, what is the why underneath what I am doing? If you can get in touch with that, it is a lot easier to get enthusiastic about whatever it is that you have to do. Um, which means that, for example, you have a business and you ask yourself, why are you actually, you know, um, building up this business, taking care of this business and all these things you, you do for your business. You ask yourself why you're actually doing these things. And then you might come to, come to the conclusion you like it because of the money, which is, you know, nothing to, to be, you know, to be ashamed about. You like it because you help people. You like it because you can do charity because of it. You can like it because you then can buy yourself a great car, but which, you know, is correlated with money, but mm, you get what I mean, I guess. Is it looking weird? Just have to stop, you know, tangling around there. It's, um, I shouldn't really do this. Yeah. And I have to correct it now again so that I'm still in the good frame. Yeah, should be fine. It should be fine. You know, just, I like, I like the microphone now. Let it be what it is. Don't look at it. And I hope that the audio quality is a little bit better today. Um, you know, it's just some kind of hard. Um, I can use my smartphone as a microphone, which works very good. Which, you know, the audio quality is then really good. But the thing is, the, the video quality is then so much, so such a piece of shit. I can't really describe it what piece of shit this camera is, even though they say it is an HD camera and all these fancy things but actually you know it's 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 not that great um, I have to live with it but yeah it's it's what it is you know <clears throat> uh, but let's see um, so actually you, you then ask yourself why I'm doing this and I think it is a great question because if you actually know why you're doing these things you can really, um, as they say, be more enthusiastic about these things because you then certainly know why you're doing it. But um, you can also be like, you know, actually see what it is and, you know, just just research it or find it out for yourself that this is the particular thing 
um, why you're doing all these things. And then you can be like, yeah, I should really be emphasizing these things. And I really know by now that I've always been using emphasizing uh, wrong. Yeah. But you should, you really should then be emphasizing, um, you know, your insights you get from uh, asking yourself this question because then you you can really do something you are passionate about and so on. Successful people speak words of inclusion rather than words of separation. Words of acceptance rather than words of rejection and words of tolerance rather than words of prejudice. It's P-R-E. J-U-D-I-C-E. And this, I think, only means that all these successful people seem to only think about the positive stuff because they only use positive words, which is, you know, some correlated with um, their thinking. And if their thinking is, it's some kind of hard thing to say. And, and you know, it's, it's something I'm just thinking about, even uh, if it's, you know, pretty the right thing or if it's not. What I want to say is that what you think is what you're doing. Um, there will be a post tomorrow about this topic. And um, as I was creating it just before this episode, I was like, you know, should I actually be posting it? Because I am not sure if it's really actually uh, what is in my heart and what is what it is that I want to say or if it is what I want to say. And, um, you know, when I'm not really sure if it's, um, you know, it doesn't depend if it's correctly spelled or correctly written or something like this. I, I give a fuck about that. Some sort of, you know. I actually do not really want a lot of spelling mistakes in my posts. But, you know, I just wanted to, to come across to, to just feel right. And if I actually, you know, really see that the post isn't um, that feeling right for me, I will change it. And this is actually such a post where I'm thinking about changing it or just using something else for the post um, because I'm not really sure if this is really what I stand for and um, but if I haven't said you think um, so you think is what you do and what you do is then you know becomes some sort of your habits and then what your habits are just determines who you are and what's your character like and um, these things is just like this Successful people seem to only see the positive things in life, which is totally great. Because, you know, if you focus on them, they grow. And um, But if it's really like this, if it's really like, you know, you only see or only think um, positive stuff, if it is then really like, you know, that you are actually only doing positive stuff or talking positive stuff, um, this is something I don't know yet. And so just, you know, just to let you know that I'm not pretty sure about it, but we will go ahead. Just, you know, wasted a lot of time there. I'm sorry for that. Really sorry for that. Um, if it is, I could give it a little bit more room there. Yeah, it's a little bit nice like this. Even like, yeah, it's nice. Always ask yourself is what... I am about to say going to advance the cause of my vision, mission and goals. Will it uplift the hero? Will it inspire, motivate and create forward momentum? Will it dissolve fear and create safety and trust? Will it build self-esteem, self-confidence self-confidence, 
and and a willingness to risk and take action if not find words that will or keep silent and this is just actually what i was just talking about i don't know if these words i used in the post are actually right and if i'm actually you know standing for them if this is actually my dna and then i'm like this is something i really keep attention to because at my point of view this is just the right thing um i've talked about the right thing and the easy thing Often the easy things aren't the right things and often the right things aren't the easy things. But at my point of view, you should always be doing the right things. Because, you know, um, I would say you definitely will feel better. And, um, yeah, it's, it's some kind of my opinion, you know. Yeah, but, um, but yeah. Um, so just, you know, if you aren't sure and if your gut says that it isn't that right... Um, and then your brain says, you know, but it's easy and you can do it pretty quickly and so on, then just say, shut the fuck up, brain. Um, I will hear or I will listen to my gut because, um, you know, your gut is often pretty right. Your instinctions and, you know, your intuition, these things are, you know, just great, great insights in terms of your body itself and in terms of, you know, making decisions and all these kinds of stuff because... Your body is actually sometimes, or just, I would say, even most of the time, right. And we just, you know, listen to what's going on in your head. And, you know, even though the head and body or mind and body connection is pretty deeply, um, they often say some different things, or it seems like to. Often we use words in a damaging way, not because we are bad people, but simply because we are not paying attention. Which is just, you know, what I was saying. If you choose to live by a higher set of standards, you get to watch people respond enthusiastically toward you. When you establish a higher level of personal standards, not only do you get better treatment from those around you, but suddenly you also begin attracting others with the same elevated standards. Um, which is actually an interesting thing, because in this article, and this was always something I always um, you know, rejected and I didn't really want to... to not just talk about but i didn't really you know let it be as it was and this was actually the thing like um acting like you have made it and actually you know be be just doing like you've made it and which then would be the term just um what is it actually uh just never mind but um to really be acting like you have already made it and this is something that is deeply correlated to it. And this is just also deeply emphasizing it and why there is actually a side of it that I might be saying about like, yeah, I, you know, I can understand this now. And this makes total sense because it's tremendously true that if you have more money or if you seem to have more money, people will definitely pay much more attention to you but not intention like, or not only intention like, you know, just looking at you and just, I don't know, commenting your posts more and so on. But um, people will definitely treat you somewhere else. And they will even be more respectful to you or just see you more as an authority or, you know, um, like your opinion more or um, just what you say is then more valuable, just, you know, out of nowhere, which actually doesn't make any sense because you're actually the the same person as before but um the society is what it is and you can't 
really change it, yeah. Um, but this is actually a reason why I would even say I understand it, why people fake it till they make it. And this is actually um, the, the phrase I was, was searching for just before. <laughs> Um, to become wealthy, you will need to surface, identify, room out and replace any negative negative or limiting beliefs you may have about money, which is totally true. And this is actually something I've, I've really heard a lot of times just in the last one and, and or one and a half years. People really seem to have a bad, um, how do I say bad, they just really think about money as a bad thing they just are like you know money is a bad thing money will you know make your character bad and all these stupid things i you know can't really understand but actually people really believe it or believe in it and you know why is actually money something bad i i really don't get it i'm, I'm so sorry for that but through money you can just do a lot of things and not bad things, but really good things. You can, you know, put a lot of more money into charity. A lot of people aren't doing charity, which are in the middle class and or in the lower class, which, you know, makes sense. Even though at my point of view, um, the more you give, the more you get. And it actually seems to be like the same with money. So if you give a lot of money, you will get a lot of money. It seems to be like this. And um, I will definitely try that out if I have the money to spend because it wouldn't make any sense if you do not have the money and then spend it for charity or donate it, um, then you do not have anything for yourself. This um, might not be the best idea. But I actually have to get a little bit of, of electricity there or fuel for my PC because it's, um, it's running out of battery. Um, but yeah. But he actually um, uh, points out a book which is or seems to be about, um, you know, the believing about money or the belief system about money, which is, um, or he says, for more on overcoming limiting beliefs about money, read uh, T. Harv Ecker's Secret of, Secret of, Secrets, sorry, of the Millionaire Mind. The life you are currently living is the result of the thoughts you have thought, the choices you have made and the actions you have taken in the past. Which is totally true and which makes total sense. Because, you know, if I had eaten yesterday a big, big cheeseburger and, um, you know, I just felt afterwards pretty shit about it, I will maybe even feel shit about it today. Um, in terms of, you know, your mind like being, you know, I shouldn't have been eating it. Um, but also in terms of your physical um, physical health, you just, you know, have stomach ache and all these different things that could be. Um, ask yourself if, you, if what you're buying is a need or a want. There is a big difference. And I'm, this is actually the, the last sentence of this, of this article. I'm so glad that he pointed it out because... Um, you, the funny thing is, if you're on Instagram and really into, uh, really into these posts, um, that are just talking about, you know, um, wealth and success and, you know, these are just, you know, all the, per all these posts are quite the same and they all look the same, which is, you know, pretty, pretty funny. But, 
um, nevertheless, or anyways, um, they always talk about, you know, um, having assets and having real investments and all these things, and they all talk about the same shit, and they all do the same, and the same uninteresting thing even, or, you know, maybe just for me, maybe there are all a lot and a ton of persons that like these things, which would make sense because then, or if it wasn't like it, then there, there wouldn't be so many pages on Instagram. And I even think that there is some kind of network behind all these things and all these pages. And I even have some context and I, I, it was actually yesterday or today, I was thinking about like, you know, I have to hit these people up and really know and, um, yeah, to really know and get the knowledge of them if it is even a complete network behind it because they all look the same, they all talk about the same, some kind of, and, um, you know, all these things. And another point, thinking, no. But this, so, but to, to, to say something to this uh, article or about this paragraph, this is actually true. And a lot of times people just buy things either to impress other people or just because they want to have them. I have never bought myself something uh, I wanted, which is not true, but I've never bought myself, myself something um, I wanted a lot of times, you know, in a row. So I may have bought myself a... Uh, where did I have, where did I stop? I don't know. Where did I stop? Fucking piece of shit. Ah! Uh, yeah, actually a lot of people just buy things because they just want to have them and they want to immediately have them and it doesn't make any sense for me. Because yeah, I bought myself a smartphone. Yeah, I bought myself food. I bought myself clothes. But I've never bought myself things in such such a big row or such a big amount or amount in terms of, you know, pieces and in terms of money because I actually can't. It's in my DNA that I do not spend any money. It's actually even not that a good thing because um, if you can't really spend money the right way, you can't also just, you know, to exit or 10 exit or whatever exit and um, or in total just invest it and this is something I really have to learn and I think I may be even able to learn if I just have a little bit more money or if I'm just you know really gaining my own money or just earning my own money and um, then I really have to learn how I can invest it and how it is or how I can well invest it and all these things. But to end this episode, some kind of great because it was, it is a little bit strange today. It's a little bit not that good working with you know speaking and all these things, and yeah, I even have to 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 edit it afterwards, which is not also a pretty good thing. But we will go ahead, and I will just pick a self-help book just there. Um, Better than before. Mastering the habits of our everyday lives. 
I think I've talked about this before. This is actually a pity because I've talked about so much summaries and I'm so glad for it because it is just knowledge for me, it is knowledge for you and you know it's some sort of my business what I'm doing right here and there's just a win-win situation. You benefit from it, I benefit from it, I benefit even just a lot of times from it and um, you know these are just a lot of informations I can, I can gain. Um, the five love languages, the secret to love that lasts by Gary D. Chapman. This, this is interesting and this is even something I've, I've never thought I would um, cover on this channel because, you know, all these love things, they, you know, they fit under the ca category self-development, of course. And um, I will not be like, you know, I always or only do self-development things because you know, these business books and all these these um, marketing advices and all these marketing videos I've made before, I do not really fit that good in self-development. Business things do some kind of because, you know, it's... But the thing is, I can, I can always just, you know, make the perspective like, um, you know, as it should be to, to make this fit into my category and, you know, all these things. But... The book in three sentences, and the book is called The Five Languages by Gary D. Chapman, and this seems to be a book about love, the secret to love that lasts. The first one is people speak, people speak different love languages, which makes sense because people always talk in different languages, not um, only through cultures or by cultures and or languages and or uh, in terms of body language and all these things, but because we are all individuals and we are all our own personalities. And it just makes sense that we all talk differently and we are all look differently most of the time. Actually, I think there is just someone that is exactly looking like me because the chances are way too high that it isn't like this. But the second thing is, after many years of marriage, consoling Chapman's conclusion is that there are five emotional love languages Five ways that people speak and understand emotional love. And the third and last point is Chapman believes that once you identify and learn to speak your spouse's primary love language, you will have discovered the key to a long-lasting, loving marriage. And I would even say that if your was it, it's not spouse. Am I right? Yeah, it's actually spouse. Is spouse your like husband and so on? I don't know if, or if your your life partner, or whatever you want to call it, um, I don't know, but it seems like, and I just use this word. Um, actually, your spouse also has to some sort of know your love language because if you just only communicate to them with their language, for me it seems like, and it you know looks like, and and you know just feels like it is then only about them, and, and yeah, it shouldn't be only about them. I understand that you should learn their language because you then can, you know, really, I just wanted to say manipulate, but it seems like a little bit negative, but yeah, you just can't change them because you're talking with their language. And actually, this, this um, leads me to another point, knowing what language other people speak or what your target audience, audience your target audience speaks um, is so important because if you know what they speak and how they speak, what words they use and all these different kinds of things, 
you know how you can really attract them or um, get their attention because you then just use their words in terms of marketing now. I don't know yet what, what my um, favorite uh, target audience um, speaks like. But let's see the five big ideas. And actually I have to see how long we are in. So it's 28 minutes, which is, which is okay. But I can do a little bit more. So the first point is, we have been led to believe that if we are really in love, it will last forever. However, once the experience of falling in love has run its course, we return to the world of reality and begin to assert ourselves. Which makes totally sense. Because these are all just, you know, cycles and their phases in your life. You know, these phases in your life where you maybe aren't that happy, these will come and these will go. And this is actually, you know, how life works. Just, you know, not all things are forever. But um, um, if you're really into, you know, if you're really in this love mode and you really find yourself a person that's also in the love mode as well and you just, you know, try to connect and you actually connect. And I, I pretty understand that if these, um, just, how should I say, if these, um, if these cycles or phases just go away, or just, you know, end, and there might be complicated situations. And, you know, then it really, really seems to be like, you know, you have to know the other's language and have to know what, what you know, their love language is. The second big idea is some couples believe that the end of the in-love experience means they have only two options. The first one would be a life of misery with their spouse or chump ship and try again. Um, which, you know, for me it doesn't make any sense because there are always so many options. It's not always like, you know, 100% or 0% or, you know, you drive 100 kilometers or miles per hour or nothing. You know, it. Um, sometimes there are situations, yeah, as well, but I think in general or just, you know, in total, if you see the total picture, it's mostly like, you know, there are so many options and I would they say just, you know, talk to your spouse and talk what's going on with them, what's going on with you and just have a heart-to-heart -heart talk. And I think this will probably make a lot of things better. The third one is, however, there is a third and better alternative, uh, which, you know, ah, I've anticipated that, yeah. <laughs> and there's a third and better alternative, which is, we can recognize the in-love experience for what it was, a temporary emotional high and now pursue real love with our spouse, um, which is actually something that that will kind of grow. So, if I believe in you know first sight love or whatever it is called, uh, I don't know, but I think love really really builds up. And so you can see there are just you know people that are living together for fifty years, sixty years, seventy years, really until they die. And you can kind of see that they are just really happy with each other. And therefore, I think that um, uh, that just it's, it's not something you got born with or just, you know, it's some kind of thing that is what it is from the beginning of your life or whatever, uh, but something that builds up, that gets created and yeah, so on. The fourth one is, your wife's complaints are the most powerful indicators of her primary love language. 
And I think in general, even though it's just often some negative things, but these things um, say a lot. You know, if she's talking about, you know, him not having that much time for her. Yeah, because he, oh, sorry, she needs it. And these are just indicators. That, that makes total sense. I'm just really now liking it. Yeah. And there is nothing more powerful than that you can do than to love your wife even when she's not responding positively. Um, which is, on, you know, leads me to the, to the assumption that this is then now some sort of the, or some sort about the, um, the, the, what is it called? Uh, the law of attraction, yeah, for sure. Um, because the law of attraction says that um, if you give, or if you give a certain thing, you will get the certain thing back. And this is probably, and I always just explain it with love because it's a great example. If you give love, the chances are so much higher that you get love back than if you just do nothing. Which makes sense because if you give love to a lot to a certain person and you just do everything for her or for him and you just be the nicest person, the kindest person you could ever have believed that you can actually be and um, you actually are this person um, towards this certain person you are you're that much loving, it makes sense that they um, that they really respond better than if you're just a total jerk and an asshole and just fuck them over or whatever. Um, it makes total sense. Have to see. Yeah. Um, the five love languages. The first one is words of affirmation. The second one is quality time. The third one is receiving gifts. The fourth one is acts of service, and the fifth one is uh, physical touch. And I think as I was going through this, for me maybe the physical touch may be the most important thing because I I really need need this this physical um, just this 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 physical things. I just need them. I and I really like it to be honest. So the five love languages. Um, the five love languages summary. Capman is convinced that keeping the emotional love tank full is, is as important to a marriage as maintaining the proper oil level is to an automobile. When your spouse's emotional love tank is full and they feel secure in your love, the whole world looks bright and your spouse will move out to reach their highest potential in life. Which makes total sense because... If you feel good and if you're mentally stable and mentally, you know, well and you feel just so incredible nice and I hope for you that you had these experiences and had these feelings, you just, you know, you feel like you can take the tree, you know, on your arms and you go away with it, you just can hold up uh, automobile or whatever, you just feel incredibly strong and um, this is also, you know, some kind of how should I say, really some kind of kind of um, thing why I think that your body and mind are so deeply connected that, you know, it's, it's amazing. Because if you feel really bad physically, I, for example, tend to, to be not that good mentally as well. And it's for sure the other way around because your mental state can really, really, really 
can be correlated to your um, physical state. Um, you know, as I know a lot of people with just, you know, depression and so on, um, I really think that they actually have physical pain because of their mental state. Um, yeah. Verbal compliments or words of appreciation are powerful communicators of love and also powerful communicators of just just being nice and kind. Just no one, just fucking no one ever tells you just just some kind of appreciation. This is just such a thing that got so rare in in this world, and that's the reason why I I, I have to tell you that. If you see a person with a nice coat, and I've already been talking about this before, if you um, feel like, you know, your partner did pretty well at this test or at, um, you know, in their life in general, at work, whatever, tell them, appreciate them, just communicate to them that you see these things and um, you actually care about them and um, you care about this certain thing. And, you know, it's for me, it's just amazing how less people are, you know, appreciating some others. Um, we must first learn what is, what is important to our spouse. Only then can we give encouragement. And only then you know what she really needs or he really needs. And it's actually the same thing with your target, target audience. And this is the thing why I really like all these, all these books, because they are some you, you can just take the information and can correlate it or just put it in another field, just a totally different field because you know having you know a partner and marketing is you know seems pretty separated from each other, but actually this is a thing that is pretty much correlated to marketing because if you know what your target audience needs, and I mean really needs, then you know what you should give them, that they're actually happy and you know, that you make your money, that they are happy and the problem is solved. It's just only about problem solving. Sometimes our words say one thing, but our tone of voice says another, which is, uh, you know, pretty important to point out, yeah. We can choose to live today free from the failure of yesterday, which is totally true. Yesterday is yesterday, but um, today can be a pretty important day, yeah, especially if you just try to make tomorrow the best day of your life then you should actually starting should be actually starting today because what you do today will just really determine your your next day and your next week the next month your entire life let's see what's yeah the time is right the time is good i've talked about a lot of things and um, you know especially at the end it went pretty well but it's a little bit dark uh, yeah, can't really do anything about it. But I feel like, you know, this is also some, some, some things I have to say and tell you. If you have much time, you will use this much time. And if you have less time, you will definitely be using the time you have. So at the end, you will just always be using the time you have, which is just a pretty fucked up part. Because now, or today, I actually got home at uh, 1 o'clock. Then I ate something and then it was just two o'clock and now it is half past four, which means that I, or it took me two and a half hours to actually 
I created a post before and um, you know created these ideas for the posts and I'm now been uh, been been working on this video or now been recording this video it took me two and a half hours which is just but I have to say I did something else before just some watched some a little bit of YouTube which I normally never do but uh, yeah this recording is 40 minutes but um, just it's amazing and you should really, if you have some buffers in your time management plan or something, just really do not tell them your co-workers because they will definitely use up the buffers because, you know, if you have the time, you will use the time and you, if you have that much time, you will use that much time. It's, it's what it is. But um, with this being said, this is actually something um, Les Brown always was it less brown? It's something that really uh, appeared pretty often in the motivational speeches I I was listening to um, some years ago, two years ago. But nevertheless, anyways, I mean, thank you for being with me. And if there's anything, there should be somewhere all these links to my social media accounts. And then just, you know, comment on my posts or DM me, subscribe to the podcast and to the YouTube channel. And I'll see you the next time. And I really have to thank you.